Welcome in to another episode of the Football Monsters Podcast. You got your host, Caleb. What is up, everyone? It is week two. We are going in. We're going to look at our week two matchups for today. And we're going to jump in as we have a lot to cover. So, real quick, if you want to reach out, have some questions. We've been getting a lot of start-sit questions for this week. You want to jump on that as well and get a hold of us, you can reach us at the Monsters FB on all of our social media platforms. Do not forget that Saturday around 7-ish, we will be going live on Twitter and we'll be doing some start-sit recommendations for you guys so that way you can bring your teams, the questions that you have that are directed towards your actual team not just us picking some players, your actual team, and we'll be able to assist you for this coming weekend. Thursday night, Chargers-Chiefs. It's going to be a good game, guys. It would have been a little bit better, but Keenan Allen is officially not going to play this week. Really kind of sucks. He's on one of my teams, so that really hurts me. But I'm very excited. Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, division game. This has been a crazy freaking division so far. Both teams are 1-0. Chargers defense really good, but it's going to miss some pieces as well. I'm going to I'm going to really really enjoy this game. It is on Amazon. Do not forget that Amazon is taking over Thursday night football, so do not try to go to ESPN or NFL. Uh, looking at this game, Kansas City up by 4. It's who they're picking. Isaiah Pacheco looking at uh 12 carries, 62 yards and a TD. Already on the season, looking like the leading rusher there. Looks good. Mahomes threw five touchdowns last week. Also looked really good. But I do not think that this offense for the Chargers, just because Keenan Allen is going to be missing, is going to be a slouch. Still got Austin Eckler there. Josh Palmer will uh, slide into that role as well. Still got Mike Williams and Guyton on that wide receiver core. Going to be a great game. I am going to go with an upset here, and I'm going to take the Chargers over the Chiefs. I think they'll be able to cover. But that is going to be my guess for this week. I also am kind of a big Herbert fan, so that does kind of sway some. But you know what? Hey, it's all good. Next game, 12, Sundays. Boom, Jets, Browns, garbage game. Don't really care. Uh, Jets really need to bounce back Flacco. He had 300 yards in that game with only a touchdown. Nick Chubb obviously had a big game last week. Corey Davis looked emerging, not really emerging again, but starting to kind of solidify as the number one there, even with both Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore there. Uh, So it's going to be very intriguing. Um, But uh, Browns by six and a half, I'm going to take that. That's going to be a pretty pretty easy given. Uh, Obviously, you're going to want to play Nick Chubb in this game. If you're looking at playing any wide receivers, Obviously, you got to play Amari Cooper this week. Hopefully, he has a bounce back because last week was pretty bad. Uh, but hopefully, he'll be able to bounce back. Jet-wise, I'm kind of staying away for right now. Um, maybe Michael Carter has a flex, but that's about it. Next game, Washington-Detroit. You know, probably earlier in the year, you know, offseason, you would have said, oh, this game, this is going to suck. Just two really bad teams. 
no one no one likes what's going on. But I actually think this is going to be a very interesting game. Detroit is one of my teams to watch. I'm very intrigued by them this year. I mean, even they gave Philadelphia a run for their money, and I thought they were going to take this game for a long time. DeAndre Swift, freaking huge game, 144 and a touchdown. St. Brown, big game as well. Um, and Jared Goff, you know, he had a pick. It wasn't great. 215 yards to the air. Definitely could be better. Um, but still, I mean, it was a it was a really good game. That defense was at times pretty solid. They gave up a lot of points, but it, you know, it made some stops. But then again, Washington, dude, Carson Wentz came out and threw four freaking touchdowns. Like, I, I mean, I, I I'm honestly so caught off guard. It's not even funny. I mean, what an absolutely incredible debut for your new team. You come out and throw for a three thirteen, four touchdowns, and he still had two picks. So, I mean, obviously, he needs to watch the interceptions. That's what gets him killed. Well, that and we're just really bad decisions. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, Carson Wentz was a pickup this week. I mean, he was a waiver wire pickup. If you're looking at streaming quarterbacks, Antonio Gibson still had a pretty decent game as well. And I don't know, man. Like, this game might be a lot more intriguing than you think. The, I mean, it's a, right now, they got Washington to win by one and a half. That's it. This game could go either way. I'm going to go with Detroit on this. I think they're going to even the game up. I think they're going to play better this week. You know, this offensive line that Detroit has is just impeccably good. Uh, I don't think the commander's line is going to, and that's on both sides of the ball, offense and defense. That line is just really solid. So I think they're really going to be able to to take it to the commanders this week and uh, have just a really, really solid game. People you're playing, um, I'm playing kind of almost everybody. I think Gibson's still going to be another fine start. I think Swift is going to be okay. Um, you definitely want to play play Swift this week. Jamal Williams has kind of made me give some concerns with this goal line work that he's been taking, but still 15 carries for 144. I mean, that's still incredible. And he got some receptions out of the backfield as well. So I still think DeAndre Swift is, let's just put it this way. There's been people that are already saying that he's a drop candidate because of how good of a game it was. And I'm just, you know, I don't get it, but I think he's going to be fine as long as he stays healthy. Um, and then I, th- I would still play St. Brown and I'd even play Hawkinson this week for sure as well. On the commander side, I'm playing Gibson. Uh, you always got to, you always got to try and, you know, he's still going to be an RB2 this week. I would, if you're going to stream, you can stream wins. I don't think it's as good as a matchup, but it, it has potential to be a decently high scoring game. Um, if both defenses decide to not show up, the over under on the game is 48 and a half. So I would probably take the under on that, but we'll, well, you know, we'll have to kind of, well, we'll see what happens, but that, that, and, and uh, play Curtis Samuel flex. If you want to flex Curtis Samuel, that'd be, that'd be great. Next game on the docket. We got the bucks at saints. Um, now they're going to be pretty interesting game. Uh, you know, the bucks didn't look overly impressive offensive wise, uh, last week. Um, they're playing in New Orleans, which is going to be very interesting as well. They've got the Bucks to win by, looks like, two and a half. 70% chance to win, we'll put it that way. They got the Bucks, But, you know, Tom Brady, he had a pick and a touchdown. You know, that offensive line definitely struggled a little bit. You know, Leonard Fournette still did have 121 yards on the ground, which is fantastic. And, and Mike Evans looked really good. But uh, the Saints looked pretty solid too, man. I mean, Taysom Hill was kind of a shocker with his carries, 81 yards and a TD on four carries. Jarvis Landry had a really nice game as well, um, which was really, really good to see. 
and Jameis Winston and Michael Thomas, dude. Michael Thomas looked great again. He looked like old Michael Thomas. Um, but Winston threw for 269 and two. It was not bad. I, I mean, Chris Godwin, definitely questionable to play. Julio Jones is always questionable to play. But if I'm looking at this game, the Saints put up 27 points last week and the Bucks put up 19. Obviously, they played some different people. Um, you know, Dallas, Dallas's defense is, is pretty solid. Uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, Still, I mean, you still only posted 19 points. I will say Tom Brady is a must-play this week. I would definitely play Leonard Fournette this week. Mike Evans, must-play. But I, I think both sides, man. I think Landry is going to be a fine play this week. Obviously, you're going to play Michael Thomas. He scored two touchdowns. I'd probably err on the side of caution of playing Winston. I think there's definitely some better options out there uh, matchup-wise. I'm still not going to be on the Taysom Hill game. Next game on the list, we got the Panthers and the Giants. Dude, it was so nice to see Saquon Barkley last week. You know, 18 carries, looked really good. Um, oh, I mean, it was just so nice. 164 on the ground and a touchdown. I, I I haven't seen Saquon be Saquon in a while. And it was a really, really beautiful. Um, someone of his caliber, you know, just to be able to be on the field, stay healthy, and just look really, really good. They do have Carolina to win this game. 58%. A little shocking. I do think that the Giants are going to upset this week. I think it's going to be crazy to say, but I think the Giants are going to go 2-0. Uh, I think Daniel Jones will be able to get the job done. He needs to be way more accurate with his passes. I think, guys, not even hitting 200 yards in a game is is a joke. When Saquon Barkley is going off like that, though, I guess it's fine, but you got to watch his legs, too. But I do like Daniel Jones this week. I mean, obviously, Barkley is a must-play. I think Sterling Shepard, two receptions you know, for 71 yards is, is interesting. Um, obviously, he's going to be the guy that I'm looking at in this offense. I mean, he only had four targets. But when you look at Kenny Galladay, Kenny Galladay is just... Oh guys, he's two targets, 22 yards. It's just nothing. And Richie James is now going to be another dog in this. He had six targets. Um, five receptions for 59 yards, which isn't bad. Richie James is sneaky, but I mean, Rondell Robinson is currently dealing with an injury. Kendarius Tony, who the heck knows is going on with that dude. Uh, this offense is a little crazy. So I'm playing Sterling Shepard, you know, possibly as a flex. Um, hopefully you have some better options. Obviously you're playing Barkley. Uh, you're not playing Daniel Jones. And for Carolina, you're playing McCaffrey. Uh, you're playing DJ Moore. That's about it. You know, Baker Mayfield needs to get better. And, you know, I, I think Robbie Anderson and him had a really good connection, but I've seen Robbie Anderson do this in the past too, where he had really big weeks and then massive stretches of disappearing acts. So I'm not going to jump on the Robbie Anderson train just yet. Next game on the list, we've got the Patriots at the Steelers. Steelers, surprising game last week. That defense looked really good in that upset. Um, you know, the, the whole entire team looked pretty solid and gosh the pa- the the patriots just looked gar- like garbage against Miami. I really think um I think Pittsburgh's going to go 2 and 0 on this. I think that they're going to come and win again. I I have no confidence in this Patriots offense whatsoever. Um none what n- absolutely none. And I know my my friends <laughs> over on the past 300 uh, podcast are probably not going to be too happy to hear this, but I, I just have no confidence whatsoever in that offense at all. The wide receiver core looks terrible. Um, Mac Jones with a back injury, possibly. I know he's looks like he's going to play this week, but it's still going to be in the back of my mind. 
They can't move the ball. Their running game looks terrible. I think Bill Belichick needs to stop worrying about personnel and just coach football. That's just my opinion. That's what that's what he really needs to do. Is is he needs to basically be let go of that particular part of the organization and just coach the players because what he's doing he's building nonsense at the end of the day. Um, looking at this game, uh, Harris should play. Um, I'm not worried about that. That's Najee Harris, not Damian Harris. So Najee Harris should be playing. Um, I think he will have a good bounce back game as it wasn't overly impressive last week. Uh, I'm not overly worried about the foot. I think he'll be fine. Now, if it hurts, if he misses time again this week, then I will definitely be uh, concerned. Got to play Pat Fryermuth. He's going to have a monster game this week. Uh, Mitch Trubisky, not a huge game. 38, uh, 38 attempts, but only for 194, which that needs to go up a lot um, for him to be usable. And uh, I'm still going to be Deontay Johnson fan. Uh, I, I know that Chase Claypool definitely got some rushing attempts, but I'm not sure if that's just because they were trying to figure out what was going on with Najee. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen again, hopefully. Uh, so, yeah, there we go with the Pats Steelers game. And let's go back. Here we go. Colts, Jags. No bueno on this one. Um, all I know is Devin and JT, you guys are not going to be over overly happy with my take on this, um, but you're just going to have to deal with it. But Frank Reich, for me, really needs to um, figure out his game plan, how he's supposed to be coaching this team, how he's what this play calling is supposed to look like. What are we doing here? Um, they can't figure this out. Obviously, Blankenship was shipped out because they couldn't make a field goal, which is fine. I get it. But you guys had problems way before some of these missed field goals. Dude, this dude's on the hot seat. If you cannot win games you know, with the team that you have and the skill set of these players, then it's coaching at that point. I mean, you had Carson Wentz that went to the commanders and threw for four touchdowns and you bring in a much better quarterback in Matt Ryan and he threw for one and a pick. You tell me that's all I'm saying. Jonathan Taylor did have a big game. He had 31 carries, which honestly guys, I know that, uh, you know, those Jonathan Taylor truthers out there that love this guy. I do too. It's too many carries. It's, you know, it's way too many carries for me in a game. I don't like seeing, he cannot sustain doing 30 carries every game. He will not last long in this league. That's just my opinion. I love the guy to death. Um, we could be complete BFFs, go Badgers. Uh, but 31 carries for 161 yards and a touchdown is it's great, but I don't want to see him taking that much workload every single week. I just don't. Uh, they need to get that trimmed down. Uh, Michael Pittman, huge game. Love it. Nine receptions, 121 and a touchdown. That's really great to see. Alec Pierce, very disappointing. He needs to step his game up. But you're going to be playing Michael Pittman. You're going to be playing Taylor. Honestly, you can probably play Matt Ryan this week because this Jacksonville defense is terrible. Trevor Lawrence, um, 275 and 1-1. One and one. It's not terrible. Threw 42 times, though, and only completed 24. That's terrible. He needs to get his completion percentage up, make some better passes, make some uh, more accurate throws. Um, but, you know, they still don't have a lot of talent to me. I am going to be surprised. I, I shouldn't say I, I, I am going to be surprised. I was surprised that Christian Kirk still ended up having uh, 117 yards and six receptions on the game. I mean, good for him, but uh, kind of definitely surprised me. 
um, a bit. I still don't think he's going to, I mean, obviously he's the number one on this team, but I still don't think he's worth the money they gave him. But if he continues to do that, it's going to be, uh, whoever is going to be the Christian Kirk owners is going to be pretty happy, but they need to find ways to find the end zone. I do have the Colts winning this game. Um, but my heart and that's my, what my head says, but my heart is almost saying that Jacksonville's going to come with the upset here and the Colts are going to be Owen too. I hate to say that boys, but that's, that's what I'm going with. Last game we're going to talk about is going to be the Dolphins Ravens game. Uh, another very interesting game Tua Lamar. Uh, I think obviously Baltimore should, should easily destroy this game, but there's some really positive um, things that happened last week on both sides uh, Tua, 270 and a touchdown pretty good uh, completion percentage for the most part. Shad Bateman had a good game. Tyreek Hill had a pretty good game. Jalen Waddle had a pretty good game. I like this scheme and game plans um, on both sides. Uh, I'm, I'm open to kind of playing everybody but Tua. I think Tyreek Hill is going to have a good game. I think Jalen Waddle can have a good game. You're downplaying Mike Isecki, uh Rashad Bateman. If you did not pick up and Devin DuVernay is still out there, go grab Devin DuVernay. I think he is going to be an easily flex play this week for sure. And kind of avoiding all running backs on both sides i'm just gonna kind of stop there so that is going to be part one of our week one preview stay tuned for our next episode where i'll get through the rest of them Um, but thanks again guys Uh, i really appreciate you all taking the time to listen chatting some football come check out our next episode for part two but thanks again guys for listening to the football monsters podcast with caleb and i'll catch you next time Forgotten, creeping in the dark, waiting for you. Yeah, I feel like a monster.